in between a storm and sunshine all around. Like well, thank you for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You are listening to episode number 239. Now, long time no pod. I have not put out an episode in quite some time. I'm going to drop like three of them over the next couple of days here. So uh, buckle up and listen to some podcasts specifically with some musicians that uh, that I got a chance to hit the road with, including this first guest, uh, Jim Sobo. Jim Sobo, no stranger to these mics. He is the founder and creator of the Howling Coyote Tour and also has hosted right here on the Mile High Show the Howling Coyote Radio Hour that the archives of all of those are available at milehighshow.com. Now, Jim asked me, and I was excited to go along, uh, on a tour of the uh, West Coast, starting in the L.A. area with a uh, show uh, oh, a week or two ago, just a couple of days before we recorded this, at the Mar Vista Farmer's Market in uh, Los Angeles, Santa Monica, right there on the border near Santa Monica, Venice, and L.A., where they all meet, uh, featuring Cross-Eyed Possum and Jacqueline Rowe. Now, the next couple of episodes that are going to drop here are going to be with the uh, the fellas from Cross-Eyed Possum as well as Jacqueline Rowe, the duo. Uh, we got two separate ones that we recorded uh, right a couple days after recording this one with Jim in the Wolfhound Brewery in Cloverdale, California. Great little spot in uh, a couple hours north of San Francisco. This episode, 239, with Jim Sobo as well as Caitlin, who is the community outreach person for the it's Conversa- Con- Conservation Corps North Bay. They are a volunteer group that, uh, that does a lot of good things in, in the North Bay region and the Marin County area. Conservation Corps North Bay. They are at ccnorthbay.org. And Jim and Jacqueline Rowe and Cross-Eyed Possum were doing a fundraiser for the Conservation Corps at the Mantra Wine Tasting Room in Novato, California. They took really good care of us there. I was up there doing some photos and some video work for Jim and and the, the musicians. And then I got a chance to sit on the patio there at Mantra Wines with uh, with Caitlin and Jim for this short little uh, little pod. And uh, so we're putting this out there and then uh, look for more over the next few days with Cross-Eyed Possum, Jacqueline Rowe, with Jim, and then a solo one with me where I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the excitement, the things that happened on, on this tour. It involved police and security and late night hotels and scary walks down, down the road in L.A. and lots of good stuff. But uh, stick around. Tune in for those shows. But right now. HowlingCoyoteTour.com with Jim Sobo. He can be found on Facebook under under something here. Let me put it up. Jim Sobo Music and the Howling Coyote Tour. That's his Facebook page. And, of course, HowlingCoyoteTour.com. And a lot of his episodes, including a compilation downloadable album of, uh, of past Mile High Show slash Howling Coyote Radio Hour guests also available on our homepage at milehighshow.com right there under the banner Howling Coyote, the best of 
the Howling Coyote Radio Hour. So sit back, enjoy my conversation with Jim Sobo and Caitlin from the Conservation Corps North Bay. This episode is brought to you by Bully Dog Coffee Company, roasted right here in the Prescott area by my friend and neighbor, Patrick Bowler. They can be found at BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com or Bully Dog Coffee Company on Facebook. Check them out, get some coffee, order it. Again, freshly roasted. Hey, and a portion of every sale goes to a great cause, and that is Pitbull Rescue. Now, Patrick, he's a good guy, roasts great coffee. The tagline on his most recent post on Facebook, fresh roasted coffee smells almost as good as puppy's breath. Uh, That's really where you want to go, Patrick? I don't know. I guess, yeah. Puppy's breath smells okay, but coffee smells way better. So pour yourself a cup today, whether you need that early morning pickup, a nice little juice to get you going in the afternoon, or maybe you just want to guzzle a few cups and then go annoy your neighbors. Either way, Bully Dog Coffee Company is where you want to start. Order a pound or two today and get some stickers, and if you uh, if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes, we'll send you over not only a pound of coffee, but one of our Mile High Show coffee mugs. So uh, leave those reviews. Enjoy the show. No preacher sure is hell ain't no same. Got a picture to I have uh, not been doing these on a regular basis as I should have been. That will hopefully change shortly. It's been tough with uh, with COVID lockdowns and with businesses opening and closing and opening and closing over the last couple of years and live venues not being up to par as far as their schedules, I kind of fell into that same rut of not being on schedule, of interviewing and talking with and hanging out with the performers and musicians that this show has been a staple of. But uh, that changed this week. I am currently sitting on the corner of Macon or Machin, Macon and Grant Avenue in Novato, California, out front in the patio of the Mantra Wines Tasting Room. Now, um, I am here because I uh, was invited to attend and uh, accompany and film the Howling Coyote Tour, as you are no doubt aware of. Jim Sobo, who runs the Howling Coyote Tour and has for many years, bringing Prescott area, Yavapai County area musicians from Arizona, to California, specifically the San Francisco Bay Area, to play music, and he invited me to come along and and do some uh, do some filming and photography and recording. So that's what we're going to do, and that's what got me out of my shell to start podcasting again. And Jim Sobo just walked up. Hey, Jim, grab one. <laughs> the impromptu podcast, Mr. Santos. How are you, Jim? How are you, sir? What are you doing in Novato, California? I am hanging out with some great musicians and uh, police and uh, <laughs> criminals. <laughs> slid in very late last night. <laughs> now, I used to, uh, I used to frequent growing up in the in the East Bay. I uh, my job uh, had me coming to Novato. Here comes some some of those stories. Oh no no no! This is had had me coming to Novato several times a year. For many years, from I want to say like 85, 86, through about 96, 97. Uh, at the time, my 
I was working for some newspapers, freelancing for papers, but my my Monday through Friday nine to five job was for a photo studio. We did high school senior portraits and yearbook photography and things. Didn't you take a picture of the Nimitz collapsing? No, or, that, yeah, or around did that, that time period. Eighty nine, yeah, eighty nine yeah. when. Uh, when the Cypress structure fell that with Loma Prieta. That was an amazing uh, yeah. f- photograph. In that same time period, I worked for a guy named Jim Fashionel, who was probably the biggest photographic influence on me ever, my entire life. Not a day goes by I don't think of that guy. He passed away in 95. But at the time, I was working for him, and we had contracted with, uh, I don't know, 40, 50, 50-plus 50 schools in the Bay Area from... Santa Rosa down to Watsonville out to Stockton was our farthest east. Wow. And Novato, and Novato High School and Terra Linda High School were two of our staples up this way. So every couple of months we'd swing through here and we would do yearbook photography, senior portrait makeups and stuff. So I would spend two or three days here. And normally what we'd do like on a Sunday afternoon, I'd load up my truck and with gear and portrait equipment and camera gear, kind of like what I did this weekend. And I would stay like two exits up the highway. There was an older, like an independent Roland motel. Boulevard, maybe, yeah. Could have been. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I was trying to remember that when we were pulling in yeah. last night. But it was a motel, single-story motel, L-shaped, and the, the elbow of that L, if for lack of a better term, was a Chinese restaurant that was part of the hotel. Hmm. So I would show up, check in, and uh, grab some some Chinese food. And of course, and the eat. Chinese food in the Bay Area, almost anywhere that you go, oh, is great. Going to be really, really yeah. good. Yeah. And then I would stay a few days, wake up in the morning, and go to uh, the high school and do what I had to do. Then go back to the room, and then immediately go out to the bars of Novato, California. You get <laughs> out of here. So, I was here How pretty, is that possible? pretty regular for a number of years. Now, none of this that we're at looks very familiar. I remember down the road. Well, it was, must have been a really sleepy town then. Well, it was a very nice Pretty sleepy town. town now. I would sneak into San Rafael and hit some bars yeah, there. Yeah, San Rafael, not so sneaky. There is or a, sleepy. When we were coming in last night, come, passing San, San Quentin. <laughs> right. I always tell people when we're going over the, <laughs> the Richmond slash San Rafael Bridge to keep an eye on. On, um, yeah, don't pick up hitchhikers. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> now, all right, let me ask you. Anyway, so when we pull off, Anthony had slept a good chunk. My son and wife are with me. And he had slept a good chunk from uh, the 99 split through Patterson and all that. He woke up some, somewhere in Oakland. And uh, as we pro- crossed the bridge, I pointed out the water. Hey, there's, you can't see it. It's dark. But there's water down there in the bay. There's San Quentin. You can see the building lit up. And then as we got into San Rafael going up the 101, there's a bowling alley that is still there that used to have like 50 cent hot dogs, $1.50 burgers, and dollar draft beers. Oh, dear Lord. And uh, that's a dangerous there were times, Yeah, there were times I spent uh, too many hours in there. When it's dollar beer night yeah. and you go in with a 50 yeah. and have to hit the ATM, that's oh, a bad wow. night. That, yeah, that's a, that's a sign. We hey, well, thank God for the for the hamburgers and hot dogs yeah. somewhere in between. Now, on Grant here, up a little bit, I do remember on Grant, because this is kind of like the main shopping drag and the main, the main street here, um, there was a really cool record store. And, you know, even then, 
early 90s specifically, CDs were, you know, cassettes had taken yeah. over, CDs had I taken over. I used to love over. shops like that. But the vinyl affection hadn't really taken hold. Right. So this little record store was a real oddity at that time. There was Rasputin's, what was it, Amoeba in Berkeley. There was a couple of places Amoeba that, definitely, that yeah. were known for their vinyl. But in Nevada, you don't really think vinyl. But it was great. It was a great little spot. I'd go in there. I'd buy some, get some cool stickers and some cool t-shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, was my, that was my youth. Yeah. I used to go to a place called uh, Poster Mat, basically. It was, uh, it was a music shop, but it had, like, stickers and t-shirts and yeah, hats yeah. but and pins and quadrophenia was really big then yeah. so everybody was into geez how old are you i am very 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 old <laughs> we're right, right about we're talking, the same yeah, age very 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 old <laughs> now and, and of course you know back home we have uh zia's zia's is, mm-hmm. a, is a fantastic place i used to live on uh, thunderbird and, and 19th for yeah. a short time and there was a zia's right there yeah that I used to go to and, and just, you know, just wander around. It, it's, it's just a, for audiophiles like, like myself, it's, it's a kid in a candy store. Yeah, yeah. Man. Speaking of candy stores, we're at Mantra Wines Tasting Room next door to a candy store that I'm pretty sure my wife already has a frequent uh, buyer's program there. Yeah, she, uh, she seemed to have raped the uh, store. She, she, I don't know if you of know its, this about Sandra. Truffles. There was about she, five different truffles. That, that, she that, that is she a chocolate aficionado. I, I saw that. I wasn't no, expecting she knows truffles chocolate. to come out. I thought maybe jelly no, beans. She knows chocolate. Licorice. When we lived in the East Bay, soon after we got married, she lo- she worked in uh, Silicon Valley for Siemens uh, Components. It was a you know she was an admin for one of their big wigs. And after we got married, it was uh, we were living in Hayward, and it was just the commute to Silicon was a, a bit much. And so she had quit and uh, went to work for a temp agency, and her second placement was at Ghirardelli Chocolate in San Leandro. Not Ghirardelli Square in the city, but their actual factory headquarters in San Leandro. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Working in admin for marketing, and they had her for like three days and offered her a full-time job. Because she knew chocolate better than their chocolatiers. Wow. And when they would test new product, they would bring in their people in white lab coats and they would taste. This is a you know, 70% cocoa and it's from Brazil, blah, blah, blah. She knew better than their folks. She would taste something and go, no, no, this isn't right. This needs blankety blank. And they were blown away. So she worked there for a number of years. That was her best job ever. And then we relocated again, and I'm she had sure to quit. I'm sure there were some benefits to, to, she, to that job. She had a key to their their candy cage, which they would put all their test stuff and then things that were close to code. Now, if you go to the grocery store and it says Best Buy, like right now we're in July of 22, it would say Best Buy August of 2000, or 2023. You know, it's like a year out. When it got within six months of that date, they would go to the stores and pull it all. And then give it to their employees and lock it in this big candy cage. They would tell their employees, you can have as much as you want. You're going to candy prison. Well, no, as long as it was for you. You, you have expired. You're going behind yeah. the bars of the, of the candy cage. But they would give it for free as long as it was for them. 
And then they started finding people who would take cases and then go sell them at the flea market uh-huh. or sell them to yeah, little yeah, mom yeah. and pop st- shops. So they stopped that. So her and like four other people were the only ones that had access to this. She used to take our pickup and fill it. And then she was the godmother of every child in our neighborhood. They didn't care if we gave it away to family. They didn't want people reselling it. So your last name was Wonka for yeah, for pretty a, much. A short time. She was the Don Chocolate Don of our neighborhood. <laughs> she would, uh, yeah, she uh, she loved it. When when we relocated, and she had to. Quit. There were drive-bys, but she would throw <laughs> truffles, throw truffles at uh, people. She she hated me for for many reasons. But that was one of the reasons. <laughs> well, on any particular had, day, we can talk about uh, why she might dislike I'm her husband whole, on that day. I'm going to do a whole separate episode on last Wednesday through Sunday. Yes. We yeah. won't even get into that yes, here. Yeah. But it involved it's uh, very late colorful. night burritos, late night very drinking colorful. and police and <laughs> and police reports. Things and, that normally happen when Matt Santos yeah. is by himself. It was a normal right, day for me right, anytime exactly. I've been to LA. Exactly. But uh, it was all new to Mrs. And Santos. Matt, Matt, Matt can be away from <laughs> the city for many, many years, but it's I found I found it to be absolutely brain shaking how you can come back into the area and within 24 hours you already know every dive bar you already know uh, the people in the dive bars you've, you've, you're now networking with these people you're, you've created oh uh, there's somebody it's, it's using just, it's just amazing it's uh, it's like your superpower it's it, it's it's a gift it's it's a gift that just keeps on giving and speaking of giving today's podcast is brought to you by North Ranch Bodycraft and Glass who got us back on the road yesterday they are located in Venice and Thousand Oaks Todd Hawkins the manager of North Ranch Bodycraft and Glass. We want to thank you for taking care of the Mobile Mile High Show studio <laughs> and allowing us to get back out on the road. We toot, won't toot. tell everyone why they oh, that's were another brought episode. into you there. 2224 Lincoln Boulevard, because Venice, of California. the lovely people in give, the Culver City area at 4 a.m. <laughs> that like to explore other people's cars. <laughs> give Todd a call at 310-390-9013. North Ranch Bodycraft and Glass. And the fantastic <laughs> staff that like to watch people pick up chairs and throw them through people's windows without doing anything at all. I am Jim. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? So we uh, we now have a representative of the Conservation Corps North Bay, not the North Bay Conservation Corps, but the very North Bay. And this is explaining why we were dealing with the poli- no. We'll get to the police yeah, later. Yeah, we this is explaining why we were here with the Howling Coyote Tour in Novato, California. Caitlin, tell us a little bit about your organization. Hey, everybody! Uh, Conservation Corps North Bay has been serving well the North Bay since 1982. We're celebrating our 40-year birthday. Um, long we, before you were born. Long before were. I was born, um, and we used to be Marin Conservation Corps. So maybe that rings a bell for some listeners. First off, where can they find out about you? Website, Facebook, Instagram, anything. Where can they go? All of our social media is at Conservation Corps North Bay, and our website is ccnorthbay.org. But Conservation Corps North Bay.org also directs to our website. And what, sum it up for an an idiot like me, the Reader's Digest, you don't even know what Reader's Digest is, but the Reader's Digest (laughs) version capsulizes it. What do you guys do? 
So we develop young people and help them build their skills so they can launch their own new careers, um, specifically in green jobs. We do everything with an environmental focus. So if you've been out hiking on trails, there's a good chance our core members either built or maintained that. Very we do nice. recycling projects, ev anything and everything you can think of that's green. Uh, our core members are doing it. Fantastic. Yeah. Where, where do most of the youth come from? So in Sonoma County, most of our youth live in Santa Rosa. Down here, we have a lot of young people from the Canal District, and we also have some folks that come in from Richmond. So they come on a shuttle across the bridge every day to come to work in school. I'm, I'm not familiar with that, the Canal District. What, what would that be? Yeah, so the Canal District is a part of San Rafael um, that's mostly low-income, Latino. Okay. A lot of the newest and newest immigrants to California come and gotcha. live there. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't there's, heard it. There's also an, an, an impoverished area in the Mill Valley area, isn't there? Yeah. Like Marin City area, is that where? Yeah, yes. we have some folks from Marin City. We have some folks from Nevado, and we also have folks from more um, affluent backgrounds. We have white kids. It's not only low-income kids of color. It's young people that are looking to make a change and start a new career that can earn them good money, help them provide for their families, and give back to the community. And and getting some good things done at the same time. So giving yeah. guidance and structure to the youth. Where were you in 1972 when I needed all that? Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here on a street corner holding a microphone. I'd have some purpose in my life. I don't know. It seems like life. a fun job. Yeah. No. You, 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 you. It's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. Pay no good. attention to the man behind yeah. the microphone. Yeah. So what are we doing here today at Mantra Wines Tasting Room on the corner of... Pronounce that for me. I was getting it wrong. Is it Macon? Grant and... I think Macon. Macon, Machin, Machin. Yeah, I'm from Petaluma, so I don't know okay. my Nevada streets as well. Ron Grant, what and are we I, doing I here? I actually think it's mantra wine, not mantra. I'm, man. You know, it's like the, yes, like Mr. the bright A's, you know, that you would have from mantra. Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I am a I am a product of the Hayward Unified School I think District. It's one of the, I think it's one of those words that they're like two correct pronunciation, like pecan and pecan. No, Mr. Sobo, Mr. Sobo is always correct. Mm -hmm. And I, Smart as man. you can, my wife yeah. is inside. You can ask she's her. She's always right, too. I am right? always wrong. Yeah. No matter she, what. I, I haven't even met her, and I know she's always right. Yeah. yeah. So what are we doing here tonight? What's, what's going on? So the Howling Coyote Tour was kind enough to invite us to come party with them and help us spread the word about the work we do and our core members and so we'll have a little table inside Fantastic. with information for folks that want to come but it's really just a chance to enjoy the tour and um celebrate after two two and a half years yeah. of hiding inside very nice and come out and you know this is this is important work it's good work i'm a social worker as well as a tour promoter and uh i know about um is it home homeward bound the mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a culinary arts program there also. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah, so there's there's some good work that's done Very right nice. here in everyone's backyard, uh, in the Marin County area and the Sonoma County area. And, and um, my family growing up were no strangers to social workers as well. So. I, right. C <laughs> CPS or different you know, kind of right, visits. Exactly, but. right. And so yeah, come down and and she, Get some information. Talk to them if you're interested about uh, if you have a child that, that is struggling or a child that is interested in career development, in their future, in their, their path towards creating success in their lives through green energy. Um, it's a, the, the owner of Mantra Wines, Mantra. Mike, uh, was in the Peace Corps. 
before oh, nice. he he became uh, got into the um, vidology. Vid, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, and so helping the winos. I, I wanted, America. yeah, I wanted to reach out to the conservation corps because that's that's a subject matter that's very close to his heart, and um, he's an amazing person. If anyone has met Mike in the area here, they speak very, very highly of him. So we're we're looking forward to not only putting on a tremendous show. We've got lollipop record artist Jacqueline Rowe, uh, who originally met in Idlewild, California, at the Performing Arts School there, and they're here tonight. Uh, they just came off a tour as well, and a duo called Cross-eyed Possum, stand-up bass, electric and acoustic guitar, harmonies. Uh, lots of influences of jazz, soul, jam band, yeah. rock and roll, uh, pop, and it's just going to be an amazing show. So this is a showcase. We're going to rotate every 30 minutes with a, a different artist, and you can come down, you can support a good cause, have uh, one of their wonderful wine selections. I personally brought a very large charcuterie tray. And um, so, you know, come so, down and have, have a little bit of nosh. It looks like and Cross-Eyed Possum is getting ready to do their sound yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Quinn, the communications coordinator of the Conservation Corps of North Bay. Again, please tell us where folks can find information on you, where they can link up with all your social. So we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Conservation Corps North Bay. Um, and then we our website is ccnorthbay.org, and that's got all the good information you could ever want. Great. We're going to let Caitlin go on inside, set up her table. I'm going to start finishing up this so I can go in and do that sound check in there. Jim, thanks. We'll be talking with you in a little bit here. And maybe get Caitlin back on to... Uh, Thank you, Matt. Don't get in any trouble, yeah, you, you know, you in between here. You keep mentioning for people to come on down. We're not doing this live, Jim. They're going to listen to this in like a week. Oh, okay. So, Duh, come don't, on down yeah, anyway. You, yeah, come you, down yeah, anyway. Yeah, come down anyway. I'm sure there'll be some flyers or something. <laughs> yeah. There isn't a satellite dish on uh, on my head right, <laughs> right now? Uh, yeah, probably somebody's listening to my my someone's tracking my my cell phone. So all right, let's go inside, listen right. to some music, and have a have a little uh, a little snack and a little vino. That sounds good. Laundry on the hill, billboard and the building. Memories of them still keep calling and calling. I wish that it. Tempted by the fruit of another Tempted but the truth is discovered What's been going on since You've been gone, there's no other Tempted by the fruit of another Truth is discovered. I'm at the car park, airport, baggage carousel. People keep on bragging and wishing I was well. Can tell. 
inside empty pocket your foot without a cloud body gets much closer by the seduction we wish that it would stop tempted by the fruit of another tempted but the truth is discovered so much.